plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Food School 2019 Marathon, where you're going to learn a lot to make 2019 the healthiest, fittest, and most awesome year ever. Today is our lesson number 13, and this lesson is about another skill set of life skills that I believe everyone needs to possess if you want to be healthy, if you want to be fit, if you want to live long, disease-free, and just be well-developed overall human being. Uh, Today we are talking about cooking, preparing your food skills. So first, do not harm. What do I mean by that? You know, guys, uh, a lot of people like to divide foods into healthy foods and unhealthy foods, good foods and bad foods. Uh, And not so many people talk about the cooking, the procession, and how that changes how good the food is for you. So, for example, let's take potato. Potato is not some evil food, you know, it's actually a vegetable, pretty healthy vegetable, can be. But if you turn it into a french fry, uh, even bacteria don't eat it. That's how bad and useless it gets. But the same you can do with your broccoli, for example. If you deep fry that in some vegetable oil and some reused oil and then you eat it, you're going to create a lot of inflammation and less health in your body, even though technically it's broccoli and it's one of our favorite healthy foods, right? Or consider this, a lot of people vilify sugar, right? I'm one of those people. (laughs) We don't like sugar here. But uh, you want to understand that sugar actually is highly processed, dehydrated juice of either sugar cane or sugar bits. So it's kind of natural too. It's just cooked, processed, dehydrated, and concentrated and made into that substance that causes uh, a lot of metabolic 
diseases and challenges and um, a lot of other challenges that make people overeat, overeat unhealthy stuff and uh, get bad health in return. So it's not just the food, but it's what we do with that, how we process, how we cook it, how we eat it. So all of us, we need to know how to actually handle our food properly, how to store it properly, uh, and then how to cook it to maximize the nutrition value, not to minimize it or eliminate it completely, eating just calories and no nutrition that was originally in that food. So let's learn some basics. Oils, vegetable oils, sunflowers, soybean oils, uh, all kinds of oils. Do not add it to your food while cooking. And when you get your food, look at the ingredient list and make sure there are no those, uh, no, no those, um, what I call, what I like to call industrial fats or fats that are made by procession at, um, high heat. Uh, oils that are full of omega-3 pro-inflammatory fatty acids. And even though we need omega-3 fatty acids, we do not need them in as, I don't know, slightly close to the amount that we can get eating all the processed foods and cooking in those oils. So soybean oil, safflower oil, sunflower oil, don't buy it for yourself and don't buy it in any food that you might be consuming. Uh, so what oils, what fats do we use for cooking? Again, even the healthiest oils, like olive oil, for example, you can make you can make bad for you by cooking at high temperature. You can create some trans fats and fats that are gonna create health disasters in your body, not more health. So even olive oil, you're supposed to use olive oil, cold pressed, well hand handled olive oil, for either your salads or really, really low temperature, slow cooking. Otherwise, you might use coconut oil for medium heat. For the high heat, the best oils to use are avocado oil that can, I believe it can handle as much as like 400 uh, Fahrenheit um, or close to that. And then, of course, you can use grass-fed butter, you can use ghee, those are saturated fats, lard, tallow, also saturated fats that do not uh, undergo any kind of change when you cook with them at high temperatures because they're saturated fats. Um, so know your oils and when to use them properly. For cooking, you can use without any real limitation unless you have special conditions, special disease. You can use salt, herbs and spices, just make sure that they are of good quality and don't have any additives. And salt is best sea salt of good quality with some additional nutrition. Appropriate temperature for your cooking, guys. Uh, for example, if you cook your fatty fish, your wild salmon or your sardines or, I don't know, any kind of uh, fatty fish or your eggs at high temperature and for a long time, you're going to destroy all the healthy fats or you're going to make them into trans fats or some pro-inflammatory fats or just uh, completely eliminate the nutrition. That's why, for example, I like to have my eggs uh, liquid and runny because that preserves... The, the nutrition in the egg the best. And the longer you cook it, the uh, harder the inside of the egg, the less nutrition there is, actually. And especially if you start storing it there and forget knows how long you eliminate a lot, a lot of nutrition. And again, you start eating, at the very least, 
something completely empty or in in worst case case scenario you're going to eat something that's going to harm your health so make sure that you use temperature appropriately and of course you know uh any kind of high temperature cooking shouldn't be done for a long time. So, for example, if you want to saute something with, I don't know, coconut oil um, at high temperature, make it fast. Uh, saute your veggies uh, at high temperature really, really fast, maybe like two minutes. Uh, and then if you use cooking method like grilling or barbecuing, again, uh, make sure there is the least carcinogens or uh, any kind of smoke on your food and try to cook it really fast. Try to slice it thinly uh, and don't overcook it and don't use those methods too often. Try to use uh, more, but try to use healthier methods of cooking like steaming or uh, boiling or uh, baking uh, and do everything uh, slowly or maybe using slow cooker. So the more... uh, gentle your cooking method is, the more gentle the temperature is, even though it's not going to have that crust or whatever it is you like. But most of the time you should be eating for nutrition, not for just pleasure. Or you should be somewhere in the middle having nutrition, uh, maybe not all of it, but most of it, and some uh, real pleasure from what you just cooked. Um, Another thing you might consider is just if you don't know how to handle food properly, if you don't know how to cook it to preserve nutritional value and also experience and enjoy the taste of it, then Google it. You know, for example, not so many people know that garlic, um, unless you eat it raw or crush it and leave it for like a few minutes, um, just laying there crushed, uh, and, um, exposed to oxygen, garlic will not give you the benefits that uh, you can get for your immune system and your gut health. Uh, There are just compounds in garlic that, again, when cooked, that are totally destroyed unless you crush it before cooking or if you eat it raw, of course. So whenever you cook something unfamiliar or you're just not sure, then Google, look it up, Um, do some good search and cook it properly to increase nutritional value uh, as much as your pleasure of from you get from eating it. Um, Vegetables, handling your vegetables and greens, especially those, you know, fragile foods, you need to handle them properly to preserve maximum nutrition uh, and do not ever cut them or process finally in any way if you do not plan to eat them right away or very, very soon. Otherwise, with more oxygen, the more parts of the vegetable you expose to oxygen for a longer period of time, you're going to get less and less nutrition. And again, you end up eating empty food and you probably pay to get some nutrition from those vegetables, right? So don't cut them, just uh, wash them, make sure they're stored uh, in a cold place in your fridge and are not exposed to a lot of temperature fluctuation. So don't store them on the door of your refrigerator um, and just wash them, make sure again that they have plenty of liquid uh, and cut them right before cooking and eating. And just in general, remember that the more you store something, the less nutrition it's going to have. So when you cook a meal, 
And that's why I also don't like meal prepping and meal prepping deliveries, most of them, because they do, they cook your food, uh, in advance, sometimes in a week, sometimes in two weeks. And by the time you start eating it, uh, it might have close to zero nutrition. So make sure that you do not, uh, store your food cooked for a long period of time. Otherwise, again, you'll just might waste your money and time for zero nutrition or close to it and just some calories of uh, really questionable quality. Um, Also remember, again, the more you process the food, for example, if you decide, or I'm just going to make a bunch of smoothies, freeze them in some bags or even um, in some glasses, and then I'm going to unfreeze them and uh, consume them really fast. And maybe you make like a whole bunch of smoothies for like the whole month. Remember then when you blend it, you expose all those fragile ingredients, vitamins and minerals to a lot of oxygen. And uh, even though you freeze them, it's still highly processed food, even though originally it was healthy, highly processed food. So uh, anyway, the more you store it, even in the fridge, the more fine you process it. Um, So let's say also, for example, nut butters compared to nuts. Nuts in their whole form preserve much more nutrition and all the, you know, fatty acids, all those fragile fatty acids and other vitamins and minerals uh, uh, in those nuts, they preserved much better compared to nut butter that was processed and exposed to a lot of oxygen. And especially if it's not stored properly all the time uh, while getting from the place where it was made to the store, to the shelf, and maybe exposed to a lot of light. So just remember that the more your food processed, the more it is stored, the less nutrition it has. But also remember um, another thing that, for example, if you buy some, let's say, berries, blueberries that come from God knows where on the other side of the world. Uh, And then you have blueberries that were locally uh, gathered, freezed at the time of their ripeness, and then you have your frozen blueberries uh, at some supermarket. So guys, those blueberries that were uh, frozen uh, at the time of their ripeness and were gathered locally, uh, not traveled from around the world, uh, preserved uh, by very questionable technologies, uh, those frozen ones are going to have actually more nutrition. The same goes for vegetables and uh, a lot of fruits. So look at the frozen produce. Uh, A lot of companies do a really great job delivering the most nutrition by uh, fastly freezing fruits, vegetables, berries uh, at the right time when they're the most ripe, uh, instead of trying to preserve them and transporting around the world. with some, again, questionable nutrition and questionable methods of ripening. Um, So those frozen vegetables, fruits, berries will have more nutrition. So consider this also next time you're buying some, um, I don't know, some mango or uh, some other exotic fruits uh, that travel halfway around the world. Uh, by frozen, maybe locally grown uh, and um, gather it at their at the ripest time. So that's it for today, guys. Uh, 
do not harm your food. So buy the best quality of food, but also know how to preserve it, know how to store it, know how to handle it, know how to cook it, with what to cook it, at what temperature to cook it, and eat your meals fresh. So this is another life skill that you need to learn to get the most nutrition out of your food. Because you might be getting the best ingredients, but if you store them and cook them in a, like, I don't know, just not knowledgeable way, you might compromise your whole nutrition plan because of that. So don't waste your time. Don't uh, waste your energy preparing your food inappropriately and get maximum nutrition and maximum freshness from the right kind of foods. Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you'll find this episode super helpful. And from this point on, you're going to start getting, storing, handling, buying, cooking all your ingredients the right way. If uh, if not sure, Google uh, and you'll find the answer. And till next time, eat better daily.